Hello friends, my name is Dave Miller. And I'm Niles Spain, And we're your fuck buddies. We are a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky sexy situations, turn them into sexy sticky situations. Simply put, we are a sex and dating advice podcast where we source questions either from the world of the internet or the world of the world. And we answer them right here, right now in this very closet together for we, you. We did it. I can't remember the last time. I know we've done one since we've gone. I think the remote. last time we did it, we both got COVID. Yeah, probably for the first time for me. I think it was your second. It was my second time. Yeah. Um. So hopefully that doesn't happen so before Boston. Was that it? Just after Boston. Just after Boston. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, well on fingers that crossed. Note. COVID is going around again. So be careful. No, don't put that evil on me. Uh. Yeah. Welcome to the closet with me and Dane. We're staring at each other. We got a weird shoe cabinet in between us, propping up this mic or a filing thing. I don't know what the fuck is meant to be. Yeah. It's like a little filing cabinet. The way, shoes. the way we used to do it. It's true. Back in the day when we first started. And we got Fan Expo tomorrow, so that's exciting. If you missed us, tough shit. Yeah, technically, <laughs> when this comes late. out, you you would have missed us. We would have done all the things. Yeah. Well, next year. Yep. All right, ready for a question? Mm-hmm. And if you didn't miss us, welcome. And I think we're even dropping a live episode. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have this. double missed us. <laughs> Two weeks passed. You fucked up. If you're new, though. We love you. Thank you. Thanks what? for coming and saying hi. What's Thanks up? for grabbing the card. Thanks for listening to the show. You're a legend. But we're going to hit you with a question here. This is by Jakest. Two bath. No, two toothbrushes in the bathroom. A red flag. I would love to hear your initial response as well as response to more context. Um, I mean, I, I, two toothbrushes would ping a little bit of suspicion for me, but there could be any number of things. Perhaps, uh, perhaps the context. Yeah. Okay. But it's an initial. I know. And okay. I, all right. I figured like, you know. All right. Or do you want to give your context and we'll see if you're right? Yeah. Go for it. Okay. So I, I, I can see two things. One, they're in a polyamorous or open relationship and they have a partner who comes over regularly and like a primary partner and that's it. Or they have a friend who's couch surfing currently and they need a place to put their toothbrush. Yeah. Or one's for the teeth and one's for the toes. Yeah. Uh, which is what? No context. I 32 year old female. I'm single and live alone. I met Josh 35 year old male in February and we've been talking since and been on three dates. Came over to my place the first time and all was well until he used my bathroom. Then he got quiet, grumpy and overall seemed off. He didn't stay the night like planned and the night ended really quickly. Text him asking if anything was wrong and he told me I was gross to be dating him while I obviously had someone regularly staying with me. I was confused. I'd already told him my dating history and he knew I wasn't seeing or talking with anybody else. He said he saw the two toothbrushes in my bath in my bathroom and the men's razor in my shower and isn't stupid and knew what it meant. I have been having someone stay over regularly. My sister, who's been going through a divorce. He is well aware of that, as I've talked about it a lot. It's her toothbrush and the men's razors are mine. I buy them online in bulk because they're way cheaper than women's. I explained to him. He said it was a convenient answer, but believes me. I don't know. I'm too old for such insecurities in a grown man. Do I need to hide my sister's toothbrush anytime a man enters my apartment? No, I mean, if if you've already disclosed, I mean, I think it's important to be like, hey, you know, my sister's staying with me. I think that's a, a valid uh, piece of information because, yeah, I think if you go into someone's bathroom and there are evidence of someone else. Yeah, there could, is. 
there's to be reason to be suspicious. Sus. Yeah, for sure. Um, and so like, I think he handled it obviously wrong as well. Yes. Um, but again, I don't think I would. I don't think I would bring it up. I think I would do more or less the same thing and just kind of like call it a night and then maybe deal with it later. I don't know if I'd want to get into that. Yeah. Right. I guess, like, did he handle it perfectly? No, no. Did he have some grounds to be upset? Maybe. Yeah. That he then like left in lieu of making a bigger issue and then talked to you about it after. Yes. Yeah. So I'll give him maybe a 60 out of a hundred, right? <laughs> yeah. Like passing grade, but like, you know, not the worst. Yeah. You know, it's weird to be like, convenient answer, but I believe you. Because I mean, it's like, you do or you don't. And if it's convenient, then you don't believe me. Right. That's, that's where I have my hang up with his his reaction of like calling it a convenient answer. It's like, well, I mean, if she had previously mentioned that she had a mm-hmm. uh, her sister staying over, then like you're aware of that. Yeah. That's not something she just came up with on the fly. And why would she mention it prior to? It, it, like yeah. if she was being that sneaky or that she just hide she would have hide, hid the toothbrush exactly yeah. like, like if she was thinking like four chess moves ahead mm-hmm. of being like oh i need to explain that toothbrush it would be easier to just not have the take that razor there. and the toothbrush and put it under a cabinet yeah. also there's nothing convenient about the pink tax there's nothing convenient about pink tax and that has existed for a long time you so should, educate yourself sir you should be very very happy that you found a woman who is frugal and smart in this economy? In this economy? I'm not paying extra because the razor's pink and says Venus on it. Exactly. Fuck, Fuck Venus. Shit. Fuck Venus. I've said it once, I'll say it again. And I don't mean the goddess. No. Before no, I, I get planet. smitten or smote, because I'm already smitten. It's Venus. Uh, <laughs> I don't mean, I mean the company. Fuck you, Venus. I mean the planet. That's, yeah, them too. Uh, yeah. So, I don't know, maybe give them another chance because it's a reasonable thing to ping on but at the same time if i would say if this raises its head in any way after he apparently believes you then it's probably not worth being with this person mm-hmm. right because that level of insecurity is just especially this early yes right like yeah. if if that's how we're gonna start off with like i if he was like if he bailed and was like oh yeah and then he was like look the reason i bailed was this you know i saw a mm-hmm. toothbrush i saw a men's razor i felt uncomfortable so i dipped also, um, sorry to cut you off, but like they're not dating. Like they're seeing each other. They've met each yeah. other three times. So like even if she did have somebody over, even if it was regular, that's fine. Yeah, I mean like I guess the the you know the the trouble with that is if they said because it seems like they had implied like oh he knows I wasn't seeing anyone else or whatever. Yeah. So it's like yeah. then 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 you get into the the murky waters of being like, oh, well, you lied about that. Yeah, lying is 100% great, yeah. okay with, you know, you're you're not committed, so you can see whoever you want. Um, yeah, I, like, I, whatever. I I think it's I think it's fair if you feel like this is going to be a recurring problem, if you get the sense that he's got these insecurities and this will be something that's going to be dragged through behind him for the remaining time that you spend with him, I would also just be like, yeah, sorry, like, Fuck this. That, yeah, that kind of gave me the ick. The ick. Uh, this is from Olito Sadness. Oh. Is the head slash tip of the penis supposed to also get hard during an erection? For as long as I can remember, every time I have an erection, the head slash tip of my penis doesn't get hard. My entire penis gets hard, but the head remains squishy. Is this normal? If not, will it affect anything during sex? What? 
Why are you making that face? I'm just imagining a boner, but the top isn't a boner. And that's awful. Well, I mean, my my head doesn't get rock hard. It gets it gets hard compared to how it was. Yeah, like, but there's still there's I don't know what this guy means in terms of like it sounds like 20 I don't know what percentage his head is, but like a decent amount of his dick doesn't get hard. But I think he's impl- I think he's measuring it based on the hardness of the shaft compared to the head, which there is a very distinct difference in I guess I might the head of my penis I mean like I think physiologically it makes sense like the the head is kind of like yeah it's a different the the beast the 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 marshmallow to protect you know it's like it's like a a cushion but it's still hard especially compared to how it was so I can't imagine anybody being like I have a boner this isn't hard compared to how it was before yeah like I cannot imagine that happening unless something has gone wrong but it's my face of horror I would describe the head of my penis as not hard when I have an erection. Completely, like, but so much harder than it was prior. I mean... To the point where you've never gotten on Reddit and been like, hey. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, if I put enough pressure on it, I'll feel, like, you can feel the shaft. Yeah, for sure. True, but, like, like, at no point in time does that ever harden. Like, the the, the head of the penis itself doesn't harden. You can just feel the shaft underneath the head of the penis hardened the head of my penis is harder when erect for sure so i don't know if we're describing the same thing differently or if our dicks are different yeah but it this this man worries me because all i'm imagining is like nothing changed (laughs) nothing yeah no i don't think that's the case but if that wasn't the case i think he's i think he's worried that his the head of the penis isn't as hard as the shaft because the shaft gets significant like way more noticeably hard than than the head does and i think he's being like this is i can't there's no give there's no give here but there's give up here what if um i mean if again if you're concerned if you're actually (laughs) go to a doctor go to a doctor and i mean then you do have to get a doctor boner you do have to get an erection while in the doctor's office which Which some might say is impossible depending on the doctor (laughs) i mean i feel like yeah I, i that would be difficult for me for sure, for sure, and, and not even like I think it would just be different because like my body would be like, okay, time to get an erection, and it's like you know, it's well, when you sure when that, you can't get hard. That wouldn't work generally anyway. Yeah, you know what I mean, it's like when you're like, oh, cool, go away, boner, and it's like, oh, you want me to stay yeah. forever? You know what I mean? Yeah, your dick is a wayward, a wayward beast. Um, but yeah, I would I would say, and maybe maybe take a picture of how it or a video of it if you do have a home boner and you're worried you're going to go to the doctor and not be able to, because then maybe you could be like, Hey, I have a video. I can't currently get an erection. Can I show you what I mean? Yes. Don't just whip it out either your dick or the video. <laughs> um, but like set the scene, prep them and like show them. But like it, I, it would seem to me there would be a noticeable difference between soft penis and erect penis. So either you're looking into this way too much or something has gone wrong. Yeah. So I, I think like definitely judge the difference, like gauge the difference between, you know, flaccid and erect and see if there is a change in your head firmness. Hmm. And if there is, then like, good, great. Yeah. There should be a, a, a modest amount of, mm-hmm. of change. But if you're comparing it to shaft to head, no, it's not going to become a rigid diamond. No, it's it's different because that would be so unpleasant to be fucked by and also to fuck with. Imagine if you're like the head of your penis was rock hard. Like that would be that would be unenjoyable, I think. I don't think I'd enjoy it. That's fair. 
I don't know. Anyway. Now I'm just worried everyone has a way softer head of their penis than I do. <laughs> or maybe you have a way harder head than That would be the same thing. Uh, but yeah, a doctor, like, there's so little we can get through this bare description. We don't know. And people can freak out about these things. So doctor's the way to go. Yeah. Uh, this is Thoiré Bixela. My 22-year-old female boyfriend, 32-year-old male, won't let me break up with him. I feel like I'm stuck in a relationship I don't want to be in. I'll try to keep this short as possible. Eight months ago, I met my boyfriend and we hit it off instantly. The age gap was definitely intimidating at first since the oldest I dated prior was 26. However, since we had a lot in common, I was able to look past it. After a little over a month, he asked me to be his girlfriend. And while I said no at first, I hesitantly agreed later. Good start. Good, great. Honestly, looking back then now, he is very persistent and never takes no for an answer. Fast forward to today, we've been together nearly seven months. However, since then, we've had way more downs than ups. This is my first proper relationship, and I'm also a virgin, which he knows, because I want to save it for someone special. I've had flings in the past who are super persistent, but I've always kept true to myself. I want to do it with someone who I genuinely love and see a future with, not him. My friends have a theory that he won't allow me to break up with him because he still hasn't slept with me. I don't know how true this is. Unfortunately, I realized quickly in the last few months he's not someone I see a future with. I've tried to break up with him three times over the space of two months. Every time I say it, he immediately shuts me down, calls me annoying, and argues I say things on purpose to get on his nerves. I'm sick and tired of this relationship when we argue all the time. I don't even know why he thinks it's healthy when we argue 95% of the time. Every time I bring this up as a reason to break up, he says, we don't have issues. Everything is perfect. I don't know if he's in denial or if he's just trying to make me stay with him. I'm so miserable because I don't know what to do anymore. I've stopped going out and don't respond to any of my friends. I mentioned I need space recently, and he got annoyed and said I would do this way too often. I don't want to be with him anymore. The way he dismisses everything I say makes me feel silenced. When I tried to break up with him on the phone, he literally says, I can't do that, and I have no choice in the matter. My friends keep telling me to break things off, and are complaining that I'm still with him, saying I'm leading him on and have no backbone. I'm genuinely terrified of him because he doesn't seem to want to let me go, and, have a night and I've had nightmares that I was forced to stay with him until I'm old. I can't even escape him in my dreams. He tried to find my address recently, since he doesn't have it, my parents would have a heart attack if they knew I'm seeing someone who's 32, but I'm keeping that away from him since he said if I ever ignore his message, he will come to my house personally. I don't know what to do. I feel like I'm losing myself each day I'm in this relationship. I honestly wish I never met him. I feel like my life is out of control. It's certainly out of control. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's always weird. Like, you don't live with this person. Mm -hmm. He doesn't know where you live, thankfully, yeah, thank for, yeah. now, for now. Mm -hmm. And... So the, I mean, I, I don't want to say there's no risk because it does sound a little scary. Yeah, it definitely gets scarier as the question progresses. Yeah, but you definitely like you do have a say in the matter. And if you say, hey, I want to end this relationship and someone says, no, you don't have a say in the matter. You can just say, I do. The relationship is over yes. and then hang up on them. That's the thing. It's it's not a two way street. It's not a two way decision. It's not they don't get any input into it. So. I understand this guy is like worrying, but you already say that he doesn't have your address, right? The longer you hang out with him, the more likely he is to find out these things. And like, aside from him being very persistent, like he hasn't, it's not like he's threatened you overtly. I, I know that's not scant comfort, but you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. it baffles me that you let him be like, no. And, and you're, like, you're like, fuck. Okay. Well, damn it. I'm still in this relationship. Yeah, like you got me. that's, that's, I think the biggest thing here. And I don't know if it is out of fear, but like, it doesn't seem like it yet. It, it seems very much like I want to break up with him. No. Okay. Yeah. Like, there, like there's no like real sense of urgency. And I don't mean like because you're in danger urgent, but I just mean like if you're not happy 
you do have a, a like a, a requirement and a onus to yourself mm-hmm. to be like, oh, I have to, I have to take steps, and the steps aren't going to be easy. And the steps, like, if so, like, like if this guy was, if, if we flipped it around, and instead of being like, you're annoying, and he was, like, no, baby, please stay, be, please stay, like, don't leave me, I, mm-hmm. I love you so much. If it was like that, would you also have stayed? Like, is is the only way you can get out of a relationship if this person was like, okay, I let you? Yeah, like that's not how it works. So break up with him. At this point, he doesn't. He's not owed anything. By the way, you just send him a text, be like, "Hey, we're done," and then you block him on everything. Yeah, and that's that's it. You, if you see him and he comes near you, you say, "Hey, like, make sure you find some friends or get somewhere safe," and then you say, "Hey, leave me alone. I don't want to talk to you." And if he advances things from there, you call the police on him or you set up a restraining order. Right? If he is that bad, mm-hmm. but until you cut him off, he isn't that bad because you're still agreeing to be in this relationship with him by yeah. by abandoning your breaking up with him. Obviously, your safety is paramount, but aside from being a creep and annoying and uh, like intimidating, it doesn't seem like he's gotten to like that point yet. But the longer you're with this asshole, the more likely it is to get there and the more miserable you're going to be and the more chance he has to find out where you lay you know, like all these things. So just mm. I don't think you gain a single thing staying in this relationship. No, not at all. No, I don't think you gain safety. I don't think you gain chance of escape i don't think you gain peace of mind or anything literally anything and don't like i know you're like oh my parents would kill it. how old is she again 22 okay so the age difference is she's young and yeah, the age 10 difference years, is, yeah. is considerable but i mean like don't let uh that get in the way yeah like if you have to get your parents involved or if you're going to endure a shitty relationship with a shitty person because you're worried your parents will be like how dare you date someone 10 years older like it doesn't fucking no, matter. It doesn't. It, it's no, so like, nothing they can do is going to be worse than what you're doing in this relationship or letting it go to a point where it could get right. Yeah. Like if he does become aggressive mm-hmm. or stalking you or whatever, like do you think your parents want this guy skulking about the house or like ringing or calling mm-hmm. every hour of the fucking day? No, but them knowing make you so much safer in yeah. a million ways. And you don't have to like necessarily tell them right off the bat, but like, Break up with them. Yeah. And then if you notice that he's coming around, be like, hey, so I fucked up. I started dating a dude. He's a little bit older than me. You don't even necessarily need to say the age. You know what I mean? That's not the important thing. No, What's important is I dated a guy. He got really weird and creepy. I dumped him, but like he yeah. showed up at the house. You know what I mean? And like if they insist on knowing his age, you can tell them whatever. Again, nothing that's going to happen between you and your parents is going to be worse than staying in this relationship or dealing with this alone. Also, I mean, Maybe we don't know the parents. Parents can be shit. They, yes. If they kick you out or like, uh, yeah. Okay. But in general, you know what I mean? Like also don't cut your friends off because that's where abusers gain power. Yeah. I mean, it also makes no sense where you're like, Oh, I don't like your, it doesn't even seem like he's trying to isolate you. You're doing yeah. it yourself. Like you seem to be just be like the easiest target. Oh, for to, sure. To a, a manipulating. I'm breaking up with you. No, you're not. Oh, fuck. Okay. I know. Now I'm, now I'm so sad that I'm not going to talk to any of my friends. I won't my, tell my parents. So yeah, like I've cut myself off. I'm yeah. It's like, he's found like the Holy grail of someone he can abuse. Yeah. And I mean, I say that with the most love and I say that with the most concern, but you need to like, we're not victim blaming. We're trying to get you to realize that you're playing into everything that he wants. Yeah. And he doesn't have to work for it. Yeah. He, like usually this is something that like, you know, these people like use to break down a person, but it seems like you're already there yeah. and have just kind of given up and resigned yourself. Like saying like, Oh, I've tried to break up with this person. And now I think I'm going to be with him forever. Yeah. Like, like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Get your friends, 
you know, like talk to them, be like, Hey, I want to break up with them and I need your help to do it. Yeah. Brainstorm with them. If you have to involve your parents, involve your parents. Yeah. Like also like, but again, at the end of the day, just tell him as Nell yeah. said, you don't even have to call him. You don't even have to have an awkward discussion. Just be like, Hey, I'm not happy. I don't want to see you anymore. Please don't contact me. Send block. Yes. That's it. I block him on everything. I don't unblock him out of curiosity. Mm-hmm. I don't, if he somehow gets in contact with you, meet up with him for like that last, yeah. you know, whatever. Like you don't owe him. Closure. Be done. He like in general, you don't really owe anybody anything in a way, right? You're again, your safety is paramount. But when someone has done has that like a history and a fucking pattern of being shitty and being like abusive and being whatever, like you literally owe them less than shit. You yeah. could just block them and never like just say you're done, block him, move on with your life. Because you're literally gaining nothing. And I don't understand why you haven't gone through with what you want to do. Yeah. Because his input means nothing to this. So you got to fucking drop the hammer. Yeah, for sure. 100%. How to tell my girlfriend I'm frustrated by basically our inexistent sexual life without sounding like a prick. This is by OKBAT7766. And by infrequent, I mean we've been dating for almost a year by now. And I knew she wasn't into physical activity like this, but mate. Can't count on two hands how many times we've had sex or anything, or we've tried anything. We are intimate, we cuddle, we kiss, but I just think having penetrative sex or even oral sex less than 10 times a year is just not enough. It just makes me incredibly sexually frustrated. I love her, and she was a virgin until we met, but I wasn't. I was used to having sex daily, sometimes twice a day, and I really don't want to cheat on her, and I won't because that's a dick move, but I'm seriously considering breaking up with her, even though our relationship outside of sex is perfect. That's fair. I think you just gotta be like, hey, I would like to have more like physical intimacy. I mean, I, I would like to have sex more. I would like to, you know, do oral more. Like, is that something you're down for? You know, like, I would love to know if you've talked or like when you guys hook up. You know what I mean? Is it like you try every night and she pushes you off and then once a month ish or once every five weeks she relents and that's your one time yeah. and then 10 more times that year? Like, I would love to know how that comes about, but just be like, Hey, I am, you know, I'm really horny. Like I want to fuck more and be like, you know, is that cool? Like, what do you think? And if she's like, yeah, great. And if she's like, no, you can be like, okay, like try to talk about it. Be like, why are you just like, is it a mismatch in libido? Blah, 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 blah. Because like, if she doesn't want to fuck. So the reason I brought this question, cause we've talked about this kind of stuff a lot. And it's like, yes, as Nell said, you have to talk to them. Uh, it, it's really important to address your concerns and your needs with your partner because they're not fucking psychic and they don't know. Right. So like if you never talk about this, if they're getting the amount of sex that they want Mm -hmm. and are comfortable and, and you know, that fill their needs, why would they assume otherwise if you don't bring it up to them? But I want to bring up the last line in the question where he says everything outside of sex in our relationship is great because I've, I've read so many questions like this, like every week, I would say 90% of the sex subreddit is people being like, we don't have sex. My libido is too much. My libido is not enough. And it's like all these things because I don't understand why people split relationships into sex Mm -hmm. and emotion. Yeah. And like, and and people are like, oh, the emotion part is great, but the sex is terrible or the sex is great. They're not literally conjoined. And like people look at relationships from like, with like two different lenses instead of thinking about it as a whole. Yeah. And I feel like, the amount of people who are unhappy are because he says like, oh, I know she wasn't into or she's not super into physical intimacy. Mm-hmm. You knew that. Yeah. 
like she told you mm-hmm. and now you're like oh but i i need more sex i'm used to having it's like okay but like just because someone is a a good fit emotionally if they're not a good fit sexually that's called then, a friend <laughs> then, then the relationship's not gonna work like it's yeah. not it's not a sex or like it's not a, a intimate relationship yeah or unless, not sexually intimate yes unless you guys are ace or a, yeah have a match in libido which in this case exactly. clearly is not the case but also you raise a good point if her needs are being met or if she's you know some people just don't have that need other people do so she's not gonna fucking jump out of that pattern if she doesn't have any need to yeah you know maybe she won't that's fine maybe she will but you need to talk to her you need to be honest and it's like if she's inexperienced maybe she's nervous to escalate maybe she's nervous to to start things maybe she has a a weird view that she's not allowed because i i know women who think that yeah and it's like maybe talking can release some of that maybe you're not doing something to satisfy her you know what i mean maybe she has vaginismus and like one day we'll learn how to say one day and sex is uncomfortable like you don't know so talk to her try to work it out and if you need sex and she doesn't want sex and you're at the point where you're mentioning cheating i think you have to break up if your yeah your roles are not aligned because you cannot cheat i know you said that but you still brought it up and regardless of like if, if I was in a relationship and I was thinking frequently about how badly I wanted to cheat, mm-hmm. even though I know I would never do it, mm-hmm. then I'd be a pretty bad sign. I would, I would take that as a sign of being like, I'm not happy. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not happy with someone, I shouldn't be with them. Yeah. So holding on to these like ideas of being like, Oh, but I love them so much. And the relationship outside of X is so great. Yeah. Like it makes no sense to me to, to not view it as a whole. And if the whole isn't there, if you're missing a giant chunk, like well, if you're, if you're missing a giant chunk, that's more whole. But like, think about it, like if you order a pizza and you get it and half the pizza's fucking gone, you're yeah. not like, yeah, but this, this, the side of the pizza I got yeah. is really good. Half the, half the pizza that exists though, it is warm. It's great. So, but like, yeah. you know, like you, that's be- it though. It's like, you can't pick and choose because like, it doesn't matter that the other things are good because you came to here with a question because things are bad. Yeah. So you can't be like, if I don't think about this thing I need, I'm so upset I yeah. went to the internet for, things are okay. It's like, yeah, but things are bad because you're not satisfied. Other than the leg that I just chainsawed off, yeah. my whole body's fine. Exactly, right? Like, your relationship isn't separate parts like that. Yeah. You know? And it's weird that, like, I find that, like, 90% of people view it as, like, oh, there's the sex side of... Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like, because then I feel like you, people view their partners when you're having sex with them as different entities as well yeah. right well that's a lot of people are so fucking toxic about sex so i wouldn't be surprised well i mean but also the, the thing of being like oh yeah you, if you can't look at my partner once i'm done fucking her yeah like what why Sir? it's the best time to look at your partner yeah. i mean we've already had this conversation yeah. but uh, like it also imagine if we were like oh my partner's awful to me they're so mean i fucking hate it but like our sex life is good though it's like we'd be like yeah this is fucked it's bad regardless yeah, you don't so- get to just be like well one thing is good so everything yeah. else it's it's relationships are a whole and it, and they're a sum of the parts and if the math isn't adding up then it's not a full relationship you're just True. as now said it's like it's just a friendship yeah. if, you, if you only had like i have friends that i sleep with more than 10 times a year so like i hate to break it to you I, but i had someone that wasn't in a relationship i slept with 10 times in one day yeah it was touch and go towards the end but it's uh, it, it's it's just something that I I thought was I'm so tired of reading the same question over and over yeah. again, and I'm I'm so tired of like people, and it's not a matter of like they they're looking for this magic answer of being like 
oh, just say bibbidi-bobbidi-boo, and all of a sudden your girlfriend is now an insatiable whore yeah. who wants to you know, fucking suck all the time. And it's like, it's not going to happen. There's no answer to this. Yeah. The answer is you either talk to them about it, and they say, yes, that's something I'm willing to try, or they say, I'm not interested in that. And then you make case, your choice. Yeah, you generally probably have to find a new relationship because yeah. you're already telling us you're so miserable. So, all right, this is by Roma Angel. Yes to movie equals yes to sex. Ooh. My boyfriend. Agree. Male 25 and I, female 28, are dealing with a misunderstanding. My boyfriend and I have been dating for about six months. He's always been interested in having two female partners, and I am less comfortable with the idea. He originally convinced me to try, so we went on a few dates with another girl. She's nice, we have things in common, but I'm just not interested, and I told him that. He said there was no problem, we at least made a friend and we can hang out whenever we like. We have hung out a few times. Cue last night. She came over for a movie night, and I only made it through one movie before falling asleep, so my boyfriend put me to bed. He asked if I was okay with him staying up for another movie, and I said, yes, it was fine. He said, you're not going to get mad? And I said, again, it was fine. Go watch the movie. I wake up an hour later to them having sex in the living room. I was so numb I couldn't even move. Just listen to them. When he came to bed, I started crying, and he said that I told him that he could, that he even asked if I would get mad. He swears it was a misunderstanding and that it won't happen again, but I can't get it out of my head. I don't know how to move on from this. Hey, my dude, wild move, wild play. Imagine, like... You know, if I was talking to your partner and be like, oh, yeah, Nile and I are going to go catch a movie later. We're going to go see Barbie later. You're not going to go mad, are you? <laughs> You're not going to get mad, right? Right? I'm like, we're just going to go watch a movie, maybe get some wings after, and then we fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like Next door? <laughs> it's – this is almost uh, – is it more wild or less wild than being like, are you breaking up with me? You're, no, you're not. Sorry, I vetoed it. It's her a relationship. I think this is more wild. I think this is a, the, well, okay, hold on. Did he wink when he said movie? See, if he said, I'm going to stay up Netflix and chill. Oh. Right? If or he, if he said, hey, we're going to watch a movie. Wink. Wink. We're going to watch yeah. a movie. Yeah, was, he, was he doing a lot of like really big air quotes? <laughs> and like nudging you a lot? Yeah. I'm going to watch wink. a movie. Wink. <laughs> what movie, baby? It's called Netflix and chill. chill. Mm-hmm. Wink. You're not going to get mad if I watch a movie. You're not going to get mad. Wink. <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah. And it's funny because when I like, I remember, cause these are questions from like fucking six months ago. I was trying to remember, like, I thought it was, they had a, a prior engagement with like, they had been hooking up with this girl. Right. And she went to bed and he continued without her. And I was yeah, like, yeah. there's more gray area here for sure. But no, 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 there's no. no gray area here. You didn't ask to have sex with them. You literally said, that's great. We've made a friend. We can hang out with them yeah. whenever. So you've established that it's a platonic relationship. Yeah. And no point in time did you say, hey, this might turn sexual. Mm-hmm. Is that cool? Yeah. Uh, or establish an open relationship. Yeah. Even if you did, you would probably have a rule such as don't fuck someone in the next room while I'm asleep who we were just hanging out with. Yeah. That's a pretty good rule for something like that. Uh, Like here's some general advice for anybody who might misconstrue a sentence like this. If you're going to fuck someone, if you're in a relationship and you're going to be allowed to fuck someone, there won't be a gray area. It's not gonna be like, I'm pretty sure she let me, it'll be a conversation. It'll be a long conversation. It'll be something that by the end of it, you'll be very sure because you will have talked at length and established rules and boundaries. And, and it won't be like vague euphemisms of like, Hey, I'm going to stay up and watch another movie that does not equal. I'm going to have sex with the person in the room next to you. Yeah. 
that's those aren't you know no. the, the it's not an equals even like staying up and watching a movie isn't even like any kind of like code like netflix and chill is you know what i mean yeah. to a degree not that that would actually make it okay no but like watching a movie doesn't even have that especially like, edge when you just spent the rest of the evening platonically watching, watching movies movie, yeah without like again if you like you said like if the last movie that they had watched the three of them all fucked. Yes. Right? Like, if you guys had a threesome while you watched fucking Step Brothers, mm-hmm. and he said, hey, I'm going to stay up for another movie, then there, again, I would... Gray area it wouldn't be wonderful, but... I would give you some wiggle room. Yeah. Because you're implying, you know, that there's a, a correlation of movie and sex. Yeah. But you guys, you called it a, called her a friend and said that you could hang out with her. And then, like, there at no point in time was sex ever on the table until you pulled it out of your sleeve sneakily. Yeah. yeah. Right? While your partner was asleep. Yeah. Uh, dump this fucker. Yeah. Like, that's how you move on from this. You dump him. You don't let him get away with treating you that way because you're not going to be able to get over it. And also, can you imagine being in a relationship with this guy? And the next time he says, you're not going to be mad, are you? I'd be like, wait, what did he just say? What's that code for? Is yeah. it murder this time? Or even Is just it- being like, "I'm oh, I'm going to go have drinks with co-worker yeah what does that mean are you fucking them yeah because you're or killing them like he <laughs> has this weird code and he has no yeah yeah I, and i would like you know what i for me i would feel very i would feel inclined to like talk to the friend and be like hey what happened did he say this was okay did he yeah. say that like we could have you could have sex because like here's the situation on my end this is what he said to me yeah and well, for sure, because like they may not know, and I'm imagining don't, because honesty clearly not this guy's like. No, I'm sure. Forte. If if the reason they all started hanging out was to potentially have a threesome, and they went on a couple dates, I'm sure this guy has kept her in the dark for in sure. terms of like the decision to make keep her platonic. Yeah, right. And I'm sure this was in her mind. Like I'm sure he went back and was like, "Hey, she's really tired, but we're we can fool around yeah. if you want." You know, sorry, she you know she just couldn't make it. Mm-hmm any longer you know what i mean like and yeah. i'm sure so i'm sure she, this woman probably thought she was coming over for a threesome and then you passed out yeah and then he put you to bed did so he that, put your sleepy movie on <laughs> how many drinks did he give you did he put your sleepy movie on did he how blue was the chicken he served at dinner <laughs> yeah it's uh did you get sleepy chicken it's bad it's really bad so dump this fucker talk to the girl and just move on block this motherfucker yeah i don't want to do this question okay do you have a quick I got, one? I got so many. Yeah. Uh, how to connect with women. Oh, sorry. This is static nocturne. How to connect with women if you're not naturally fun or playful. I've been told I'm funny in a dry and scathing way, a la Bill Hicks or George Carlin. I can regale people with my wit and engage them in an interesting conversation. I definitely wouldn't say I'm a buzzkill, but I've never been known as the fun or playful guy. And I've come to notice that being fun and playful has a metric fuck ton of mileage with women, even if it borders on immaturity and stupidity. Especially true of women at bars and clubs and festivals, most of whom are understandably looking for mindless fun over deep conversation or scathing humor or even very subtle flirting. I can't help but notice a lot of the fun guys I know and have met aren't always just fun in a well-meaning way. They're also often dramatic, short-tempered, pushy, volatile, and rude, shouting, mocking people's accents, bumping into people, or getting aggressive with anyone who accidentally bumps them. They'll put their arm around strangers in an obnoxious manner. They'll have random drinking contests, break into impromptu dancing that blocks the walkway, wrestle each other, insult nearby strangers. Again, all shit I would consider obnoxious, but seems to at least get them noticed and quite often seems to allure women. Could it be because women associate this sort of behavior with confidence? 
For the longest time, I thought coming across as stoic and mysterious and level-headed was widely considered to be the height of attractiveness in a man, even for one-night stands, but apparently it pales in comparison to being fun, at least in highly social environments. I'm also really self-conscious. After staying and doing some very regrettable shit in my younger years, I now no longer let myself get to the point of intoxication, whether through substances or atmosphere, where I lose my filter. We've always, we're always told to lower these social filters, but believe me on this, if I said what came to mind, I would be exiled from the village, or at least have a drink thrown in my face, because most of my thoughts are unsavory, to say the least. And if someone is able to be charismatic by speaking their mind, I have to assume they have a much more tame mind than I do. So my questions are, do you think it's actually possible for someone like myself to become a fun person, or should I just embrace how I am? Two, what's the right way to be fun without coming off as immature and annoying? <laughs> Hey, you nailed it. You're not fun. You did a very good job demonstrating that you are indeed no fun. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if fun is the way forward for you. And like, there's so many instances of you not being fun here. And like, there's, this is once like the, your biggest enemy isn't these loud, obnoxious, goofy boys. Your biggest enemy. The loud, obnoxious, goofy boys. They're taking the world by storm. And look, I agree. There are some dude like some of the behavior he lists. I find obnoxious as well. You know, f- trying to fight people if they. Bother. No, I know. You, you know, know what I mean? It's like that kind of shit. It's like and like I work in a bar. I see it all the time. Yes, the loudest dude in the room usually gets the most attention. Is it great attention? Probably I don't not. know. Depending. But every now and then, there's a woman who wants you know mm-hmm. who matches that energy, and that's they want the peacock, right? Mm-hmm. So like, sure. I don't know what to tell you there. I feel like a a good mix of being loud and, but like also being able to like chill out and like talk with someone if if, if need be. But this idea, like you're not talking about who you are. You're talking about who you want to project as your persona, right? You're talking about this stoic, like, Oh, I want to be stoic, blah, blah, blah. It's like, you don't get to describe yourself as that. And that's, I think that's the crux is that he's saying, I thought this was how I should be. And I've modeled myself that way. And Mm -hmm. now I am that, but fuck, I think it's actually this way. Do I change? How do I do that? Yeah. But I think you fucked yourself because people probably aren't paying you enough attention because you have this fake ass persona and it's probably not going well for you. Also like the weird value calls of being like, Oh, they're loud, dumb idiots, but I have deep conversations Mm -hmm. or subtle flirting. If you think you have deep conversations with people, you probably just suck so hard and probably so weird and boring. If we're talking again, if we're talking about like the bar scene, if you're talking about like parties and stuff, no one wants to have a deep crowd. Like if I sit down and I start chatting with someone I'm okay with, if it gets serious, for sure. sure. Yeah. If it drives that way, great. But I'm not sitting down or, or striking up a conversation hey, with someone. Have you ever thought about dying? Yeah. Like I'm I'm that's not my opening line. And I have many. I've had many, many, many deep conversations. Yes. A lot about toxic masculinity, a lot about, you know, dating culture, a lot of like I it's something I'm passionate about. So yeah. if, the, if the conversation steers that way, you can do both. That's the thing. If if you were like only ready for deep conversations, that would suck. If you were completely unready for them and anytime someone mentioned them you were like sorry you gotta go dance on the pavement and yeah. lock the bucket bastards me, me. by ha, like, ha, ha. Yeah. <laughs> like do a cartwheel away yeah like, that's not how it works you know what I mean you don't go like damn I have one speed I've willingly said one speed and that's it that's it like fuck I'm so stoic right now I can't match you at your meep meep 
or I'm so honk honk right now that I can't match you at your <laughs> speaking about fucking Oppenheimer. I don't know. So like, that's not how it works. You talk to someone and it happens. And I know that's not a like reassuring answer, which is why this is seduction, obviously. What? <laughs> which is why seduction gets these people because they offer basic answers to very complex things. They're wrong, but it's, it's alluring to be like, oh, Maybe I just do a thing instead of maybe I have to. Well, and I think it all boils down to this, like these dark, untamed thoughts. Oh, that's also so bad. Right. If if that's like if you want to say things that would get you exiled or have a drink thrown in your face, yeah. that's something you need to go to therapy for mm-hmm. and figure out because chances are you're saying gross shit. For sure. like sexually provocative things that you haven't earned the clout mm-hmm. to or you're say. super racist or you're just a piece of shit right like, you're not you're, that you wouldn't also be a piece of shit if you were racist or sexist or derogatory that, that's a big bad problem like, also like if you're constantly fighting back the intrusive <laughs> thought to just be like your tits are huge and i want to put them in my mouth like mm-hmm. if that's if that's what you what you used to be and you're like that's the fun boy the fun goofy boys just want to, you know, put tits in their mouth. And I want to say that out loud to you. Yeah. But you're like, no, I must be stoic. I must not get drunk. So I don't say like my thoughts are unsavory to say the least like Jesus. And also just the sheer lack of like social knowledge being like these charismatic people just say whatever's in their mind. It's like, do you think that's how it works? I mean, there like, are so- like, again, there, there's a whole spectrum. It's like, I'm sure you've come across someone who absolutely has no filter and kills it with women i'm sure yeah but that also their their unfiltered mind isn't this weird anyway i just it's yeah. not just that like it it's just so weird that they have these like dichotomies it's like well there's the people that think and there's the people that just say things i can't be one of those because i have dark awful thoughts because <laughs> like, i say horrible things to people i can only be stoic because so much of my energy is is spent restraining the dark thoughts it's like you good dude he's not though he's and not that's, good. and that's what i'm saying it's like if if the thing that is stopping you from having fun is the fact that you would say things that people would find so upsetting that they mm-hmm. would exile you from the village, then that's something you need to address. Yes, for sure. Immediately. Mm-hmm. And you don't stop thinking about being fun because you're not fun. No. Like in, in any way, in an essence, like, like if you boil yourself down, I would never say, Hey, you know, it's fun. In my definition of fun games, unsavory thoughts, <laughs> yeah. you know pranks uh, faking your personality uh faux deepness <laughs> like it, it's you need to sort that out because then you can actually start to have fun because yes. you're not worried about being like oh i really want to i really want to you know, feel like yeah, if you i know? open my mouth right now i think i will slur so maybe i shouldn't damn i can't have fun yeah. i want to dance on the sidewalk but i only know really really unsavory dances yeah, but i just I, all i know how to dance is like grabbing a woman and grinding on her from behind it's it's bad fix that fix that you're not going to be fun until you can have your unfiltered thoughts mm-hmm. not get you exiled from the village and like should you become fun or should you embrace how you are yes and no you should embrace how you are, but if how you are is shitty, unsavory thoughts, you can wor- you can embrace yourself and work on the bad parts still. You know what I mean? Specifically, that's like, what you should be yes. doing. So yeah. I'm saying you should be you, whatever you is, but that doesn't mean just going, well, I guess I'm a giant piece of shit. Let's go fucking say some slurs. No. Let's go have some sloppy steaks at Trofino's. <laughs> <laughs> so work on yourself. 
Bottom line, that's, I think, the first step. Whatever these dark, unsavory things are, like, you can't just be like, they're thoughts I have. Yeah, you need to talk to a therapist because, like, you are you're having an identity crisis and you are fully aware that sort of your natural impulses are bad. Mm. Right. So, like, you need to figure that out so that your 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 inside thoughts aren't troubled yes and then you need to start figuring out who you actually are yeah as opposed to who you think women want you to yes. be who you think society wants who you, you to be who you think you Reddit. want you to be yeah. right like you need to sort of start unraveling that because right now there's you're in the middle and then it's just a tangled fucking web of absolute nonsense around you and it doesn't matter how fun you are or how fun you try to be, yeah. or how stoic you are, or how stoic you try to be, none of that is you. Yeah. So none of it is going to be genuine it's, or authentic. People are going to pick up on that. And if they don't, you're either going to be stuck in this limbo of pretending to be somebody else, which you can't do indefinitely, yeah. or you will drop it and then they'll know the real you and they'll be like, what the fuck? This isn't the person I signed up to see. So this fakeness, even if it succeeds in the short term, which it probably won't, isn't going to be in any way long term. So... You just gotta, you gotta go with the therapy, man. Yeah, we've gone long, so gone let's do long. Tinder's really quick, really, really quick. Uh, at the end of the episode, we like to hop onto online dating platforms such as Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, in an effort to make your online dating experience a little more enjoyable. Um, this is Kate, thirty-eight. She says, "More tattoos than teeth. Long hair, don't care. Coffee all day. Long hair, don't care. Why would that be a notable thing to say for a woman?" No. I really? also not. Well, not gonna I'm, I'm going to get to that. Okay. Please tell me she has a lot of tattoos. Hey, this is her picture. Oh, no. Well, there's one. There's one. You can see at least one tattoo. So, so she, she has... might still have no teeth. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, that is a that's a bold move, actually, because I want to know. But one way it's funny and one way it's horrifying. No offense to people that don't have teeth, but like, yeah, it's uh, it's something that will immediately make me think. Do you have teeth? Yeah. So I'm going to give it a five. Yeah. Like it could be funny with if she is like, she just has a bunch of tattoos. Right. Yeah. But like the long hair don't care. Super boring. I don't understand what the point is. Unless it's really long. Fine. It's still not exciting. And then coffee all day. Sure. Probably shouldn't because you are going to need to sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. What do you, what are you going to do it? Five. Yeah. I think five's a good rating. Uh, this is nameless. They say, about me, I'm kinky AF, so you'll be in for a nice treat. Prepare someone who's active, ambitious, has goals, and a good communi- and good communication skills. Prompts, what if I told you that I can turn your switch on and off whenever I choose to do so? Just warning you ahead of schedule. Why are you calling it a switch? Or is she talking about the Nintendo console? What does that mean? I and assume, turn you on? I assume they're saying that like they are so sexually powerful that regardless of what you want they can turn you on which is not great it's a weird threat almost I, right? I would like, like warning consent. you ahead of set schedule it's like warning you yeah i can do it whenever i want whenever i choose to it's a very weird energy i don't like it i don't like it at all because it sounds like you're gonna do it whenever you want regardless of my consent yes and it's just like a weird like threatening aura thing i don't know um, i'm gonna give it a Two. I'm giving it a two as well. This is your sexy ass 77 um, or you are sexy ass 77. I'm not sure. It's YR. Um, this is on Hinge where people don't have usernames, but real names. But this person has decided to go plenty of fish 
circa cool. 2008. Um, and they say it's, it's a hinge profile. I only have the one prompt and the prompt is I'm convinced that you're going to be my husband. <laughs> nope. Oh no. That's going to be a no for me, dog. It's going to be a hard no. I think that's going to be a one. Actually. I think you've somehow gotten past weird threatening switch, man. Uh, this is also blank. They're 37. They're 12 miles away. Please read this Google Doc to see if we're a good match. And so you don't potentially waste your time on me. I'm an odd duck, smiley face, and a link to a Google Doc. Did you open the Google Doc? Someone screenshot it to me, and I don't think they opened it either. Okay. Um, what platform lets you link? It looks like... Uh, Tinder? Tinder, yeah. Oh, no. They just posted it in, and you're going to have to You have to retype it type in. <laughs> a very long. You don't even fucking, you didn't even bitly it? You didn't even fucking shorten that URL? Yeah, it's a three-line URL. Yeah. Hey, let me like, tell you they right just now. crossed out. We also could probably. It's, no, uh, let me tell you right now. I will not type that in. No. I wouldn't type it in if it was like, hey, you're winning free Taylor Swift tickets. Not yeah, that, like, that could be Jennifer Lawrence and being like, you just have to type this in yeah. and I will go on a date with you. I'd no. be like, nah, man. No, sorry, Jennifer. Yeah. Even the first line's enough. I yeah. wouldn't do that. No. Uh, this is going to be a zero. Also, That's... I'm not going to click a random ass link you put up. You could That's... be anything. It's Google Docs. Is it? True. They spell Docs with a Z. <laughs> Google with a G with a U. Um, do you have another good one? Because we got to get out of here. It's Emily. Men are assholes. But if you are what you eat, then that's okay with me. I think we did that before. Still good. Yep. Eight. Yeah. Uh, that's it for our show. Thank you very much for hanging out with us. Um, if you did come see us at uh, Fan Expo, thanks. It was really nice. Thank you so much. It, um, and even better that you did that and then came and listened. So thank you. Yeah. We got shit going on, I guess. Uh, I mean, I guess. It looks like, you know what? How about this? Go to our Go to our website and you'll know about our live show. Because right now... We're unsure of exact dates. There is going to be one in September. It will be up by the time this episode is out. We're not going to give you the wrong date because that would be bad. Yeah. So go to our website and you'll know about our live show. It's probably within two weeks of now. Yeah. So, yeah. And we'll post on social media. But right now, if we give you the wrong date, that's going to suck. Yes. So we love you. But come to the show. Yep. Join our Patreon. Please. Please. It's on the website, too. You can do them both. You can feed two birds with one scone. Thank you, Josh Eagle. For their song, Paper Stars. And the Harvest Cities, Dane. And the Harvest City. The song, Paper Stars. Yeah, wow. It felt weird to watch you do that. <laughs> I didn't like it. Uh, and you know what? Let's just keep going with the Tinder trend. And this is a Tinder opening uh, by a, a man named Tony. And he says, I think you might be too pretty for me. I'm thinking I might go with a less attractive woman who puts in more effort. Do you find in relationships someone always likes someone more? Shrugging emoji. Or maybe I'm just a lazy Leo. Classic Lazy Leos. Classic Lazy Leo. Uh, thank you very much for listening, friends. My name is Dave Miller. And I'm Nal Spain. We've been your fuck buddies. You know, get out of this closet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>